Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, if you're like me and want to keep up on everything Bigfoot, you really need to check out JonathanDoddDraws.com. The prices are great and the art is fantastic. Jonathan can also do custom artwork on commission. If you'd like a sneak peek at his amazing art, check out his website or give him a follow on Instagram at JonathanDoddDraws. Also, he'll have a 10% off sale running for 30 days starting on Monday, January 18th. The promo code is EAVZXA1, but don't worry about trying to memorize that. I'll put it in my notes. One last thing. Bigfoot Frightening Encounters Volume 1 and Volume 2 are also now available. They're on Audible. I'll put the link in the description. Volume 3 is in progress, so look out for them. Thanks. It's a big world out there. Welcome to Bigfoot's Wilderness Podcast. Welcome back to Bigfoot's Wilderness. Enjoy this story shared with me many years ago, a Blue Ridge Bigfoot classic. This encounter story is entitled, River's Edge Bigfoot. This thing, for lack of a better word, that happened to me in my teens, has just festered in my soul. I've kept it bottled up for so long. I just want to tell someone without telling someone if you know what I mean. There was one person I talked about it with, Jessica, the girl I dated back then. We experienced it together. Well, she's long gone from cancer. I probably even mentioned it to my best friend back then, but in my best recollection, he seemed indifferent, 
In other words, he didn't believe me or not believe me. He wasn't a gossip either, so I expect it just didn't go any further. I don't recall any backlash, but I will say that when the people from Finding Bigfoot came down to my neck of the woods because of some scattered sightings in the valley, I really wanted to talk to them and tell them what I saw. But I was afraid of the exposure and what it would do to my family and my business. And there was my dad. At first, it never really occurred to me to even talk to him. He'd always tease me since I was the youngest, and I, I was sure I didn't want to give him any extra ammunition. He was a good man, but there was more to this story that his brother, my Uncle Rick, was aware of. At least, that's what my dad had mentioned. Speaking of afraid, I did my best to control my fears, but I know without a doubt that what I saw was not human. But what it was still makes me think it was a creature of the night, a territorial one as well. To me, it's easier to recall things when it relates to my love of music, and I distinctly remember that weekend because Randy Travis had released a song several weeks prior, and the song was playing quite a lot and in my head. I'm pretty sure it was the old WPVR back then. Anyway, that weekend, I had asked my girlfriend Jessica to go camping for our one-year anniversary. We planned on taking off Friday. She was in her first year of college, didn't have any classes that day, and, well, I just decided to skip school so we could have some extra time just for us. I'd grown up camping with my family, but this time it would be just the two of us. But I did, however, have to rely on the kindness of family and some friends to piece together some supplies. Things a 17-year-old simply couldn't afford to own just yet. A tent and sleeping bags for my dad and brothers, pots, pans, and stove for my best friend. They'd barely been used, and a place to camp was supplied by my uncle. Uncle Rick was getting up in his years. He was the older brother and barely visited the property anymore. I think it had been a handful of years since he'd made it out there. In an unofficial kind of way, I think he'd let our family take over the duties and maintenance of his parcel of land by the river. Living not too far from Christiansburg, his property was about an hour away. For the sake of his riverside property, I won't reveal the exact location, but Explore Park isn't too far away. Working for my dad at his repair shop, he and I had worked out a deal as most of my paychecks would go towards the purchase of an 81 Chevy Silverado. Layaway plans were a big thing back then, but my dad eventually gave in and let me take the truck to go camping. I loved that truck almost as much as I loved that girlfriend. I decided to bring one more passenger on our trip, my 11-year-old German Shepherd Sam. We were the best of buds, and since I was working more and around him a lot less, I thought I'd just bring him along. He was getting older, a little gray in the face, and moved a little slower, but yet he could just turn it on and still act like a pup when we would play. We stopped for a bite to eat on the way. Sam was happy to stand guard in my new truck. Pulling into the entrance, 
the gated area had become overgrown. I guess maybe a little neglected, more so recently. It was only a few years back that we'd had a family reunion up here, but it looked like the property had been just plain neglected. Although there was a picnic table and a rather crude fire pit made up of odd-sized rocks, and there was an old wooden set of Adirondack chairs that were still able to hold our weight. The boat ramp to the river was probably the last update my Uncle Rick had made. This was his property, and now there were just weeds and some old wood rot. I'd made a mental note of the issues to make sure I told my dad. We both noticed that the family table had partially collapsed, or, should I say, buckled, right in the middle. It kind of made me think that a whole lot of weight must have been placed on it. It was made of pine... The table was custom-made and eight feet long. It didn't appear to have any rot or even any state of disrepair, but who knows, maybe some vandals? Or some nuisance bear tried to take a nap on it. I'd be sure to tell my Uncle Rick. He was a carpenter by trade, and like any carpenter of skill, took pride in his work. That might spur him on to come see his property. After I unloaded the truck... I made a crude little clearing with my machete and set up the tent. Jessica organized the back of the truck so we could set the pots and pans and portable stove at the tailgate. As I'd mentioned, we knew there were bears, so we kept our food sealed and inside the truck. We were parked just a dozen yards from where we'd sleep. The river was fairly low. It hadn't rained in a while, but yet you could still hear the slight rush of the water. I decided to get Sam some exercise and walk the property. We'd been gone probably 20 minutes, and as we approached the tent, my girlfriend Jessica says, Nice try, but you didn't scare me. What are you talking about? I said. Sticking that dead squirrel on the lift gate right as I was getting everything organized? Dead squirrel? Really? Where? Show me. And there it was, dead as a doornail. Curiously, it didn't have a mark on it. It was even still kind of warm and limp. I looked up in the trees. Man, I don't know how he could have gotten away over here. Impossible. What are you saying? It wasn't you? said Jessica. Uh, no, but I wouldn't worry about it. He's dead. I'll just toss him in the river. Sam, my German shepherd, seemed disinterested in the squirrel. He gave it a sniff and kind of retched and coiled back. Now, that wasn't the Sam I knew. Normally, he'd have snatched it away from me to get that dead squirrel. I picked it up, gave it a sniff myself. Hmm. Shrugged my shoulders and walked over to the riverbank and tossed the squirrel out about 15 yards and watched it slowly sink. We'd set up the tent to face the water. We did a little house cleaning and cleared out the leaves and weeds and around the fire ring, rearranging some of the rocks to get it ready for our evening fire. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I walked along the edge of the woods and collected firewood, making several trips until I had a nice pile we'd have enough to go for a few hours. It was almost dusk and time for dinner. We cooked on the stove of the bed of the truck and prepared a really delicious chicken stew. Since we didn't have a table to sit at, we ate by the fire. Sam finished off his bowl and came over to beg for a little more. After a few minutes, he laid by my side but seemed to be intently sniffing the air few times he'd let out a low growl. "'What's the matter, buddy?' I said as I tried to feed him another piece of chicken, but Sam just sniffed the air instead. Kind of like something else was more interesting than food. I thought that would be an impossibility for a dog. Just as we finished up dinner and started to get up from our chairs to clean up, we suddenly heard the pots and pans falling to the ground." The front end of the truck faced us and pointed toward the river, so the bed was obscured from our vision. I approached cautiously. All I had was a machete that I'd used to clear out some of the brush, and Sam, thinking it could possibly be a bear, I slowly crept closer, but there was nothing there as I turned the corner of the truck, just our pots and pans scattered down on the ground. It then occurred to me that Sam was nowhere to be found. Sam! Sam! Hey, boy! Where are you? I looked at my girlfriend because she was puzzled, too. After a few minutes of searching, I checked our tent. There he was, shivering and trying to hide under a sleeping bag. What's gotten into you? Sam was a pretty big dog, about 90 pounds, and he just flat-out refused to leave the tent. Try as I might bribes and all. I couldn't make him get out, so I just left him there. Jessica and I cleaned up, making sure all the food scraps were disposed of and the rest was sealed. We put it away inside the cooler of the truck. I think it was probably just a bear. They always look for an easy meal. Don't worry. We're safe. Jessica seemed uncomfortable and I tried my best to play it down. If it was a bear... It was the stealthiest one of them all. Bears are clumsy and noisy, too. I can't remember a time when my dog backed down from a fox, coyote, or a bear. 
something was off, and strange too. We finally settled back down by the fire. I threw a couple of extra logs on to get that fire roaring, and as we sat there, we got closer and cuddled. And what seemed like only a few minutes later, we heard a growl coming from the edge of the woods next to the river. It was kind of a deep, loud, and long growl. What else could it be but a bear? I'd heard that wolves had made their way back into the area, but to my ear, these noises had nothing canine about it. I've been hunting since I was twelve with my brothers and father. If it was a bear, it was a little more evident that this one must have been big. The sounds were guttural and deep. I didn't have a gun, and for that matter, I didn't have my faithful friend either. All I had was that machete, and I had to be the protector. I cursed myself for not bringing my gun. Jessica wasn't a fan of guns, but if she knew what I knew, she might like a little more right about now. Something was watching us and staying just out of sight. But do bears even do that? I had an idea. I walked over to the truck and unlocked the door and pulled out the pots. What are you doing? said Jessica. You'll see. I walked closer to the water and the wooded area where the growl came from, and I clanged the pots together over and over. I heard a rustle. It seemed to be retreating. Okay, that worked pretty well, I said optimistically. Now, where were we? And sat back down. It was a calm, clear night, perfect for stargazing. But that wasn't going to be in the cards this night. Jessica let out a loud scream, and as we both heard a rustle coming from our tent, before I could stand up to see what was happening, Sam was running as fast as he could and leaped onto the tailgate and into the bed of the truck. Okay, that dog has been jittery ever since we got here. I turned towards the truck and yelled for Sam. Sam! And that's when not only did I hear a thunderous crash, but I felt it as well. A very large rock had landed in the fire. It almost seemed like an explosion. Wood cinders flew everywhere. Gagging and coughing from the smoke, I was frantically trying to brush them off me. My girlfriend was screaming at the top of her lungs and now practically tucked into a fetal position. My jacket had partially caught fire, and I rolled around on the ground, dousing out the cinders. Jessica was hysterical. I stood up and scanned around. With the fire now almost out, I didn't have time to tend to it, but to continue scanning in the dark for the perpetrator. I literally was helpless to see anything. I scrambled around the ground by the fire trying to locate my machete. After all, it was my only weapon, but if I'm being honest, my confidence was shaken, and I really didn't want to have a face-to-face confrontation with some wild-looking guy swinging a blade. Who was this son of a bitch? I decided to follow Sam's lead and get Jessica into the truck for safety. After rushing her in, and once I started the truck, I turned on the high beams. The truck sat higher than your average pickup truck thanks to some oversized tires. And now, just off center and to the left, 
I'm seeing something. Two big, tennis-ball-sized, glowing orbs for eyes and a vague outline of a body that just looked gigantic. What is that? My best guess was maybe seven and a half, maybe eight feet tall. I don't even think that was an exaggeration by any means. It was weird. Its behavior was jerky. And I watched it take its right arm and shake this tree. And then it would duck down. Of course, I could see it because of my high beams. And then a few seconds later, it pops back up. It did this over and over. The strength it must have taken to wobble this tree must have been immense. This thing was 40 feet high. With that same arm, it would take its whole body and just lean way out. The tree would bend right with it. It occurred to me that maybe it was kind of using it to springboard off. I gripped that machete just a little bit tighter. As much as I didn't want to leave the safety of the car, I rushed over and stamped out the fire. I had to make a decision on what to do next, which really was a no-brainer. I left everything. I kept those high beams on and slowly backed up, performing a backwards three-point turn out of the property. I kept asking Jessica if it was moving, and she said it didn't, for which I was thankful. I have a feeling the headlights blinded it to some degree temporarily. As we pulled away, and I turned my attention to the road and my occupants, I had to pull over yet again and get Sam in the cabin. On top of leaving my friends' and family's belongings, I forgot to lock the gate, too. Oh, well. I thought escaping with our lives might be important. But I think the moral of my story is, don't be quick to blame the first thing you think of. This was no bear. Yes, it was late spring, but we never actually saw a bear. And Sam, my dog, was a wise old shepherd. He knew something was up, and we were just oblivious. Our instincts flawed. We arrived home only after being gone for about seven hours. My parents wondered what happened, and I told her that Jessica and I had an argument. After getting zero sleep and the fear of going back alone, I begged my dad the next day to come with me to get the rest of the supplies. It was a quiet ride as my mind was racing about what had just happened. I couldn't tell my dad. He'd never believe me and would probably tease me to no end. Once we arrived, he saw the tent upside down and all of the other supplies just everywhere. This creature must have done some rummaging last night, and then we saw footprints over in the muddy areas by the boat landing. And then I saw the big rock that had torn through our fire pit. It just made my stomach turn. I couldn't think straight and really didn't know what to say if my dad was to ask me. I didn't realize it at the time, but he brought his revolver. As he walked over to the river's edge, he pulled it out and said, well, I guess all those stories your Uncle Rick used to tell me were true.
Hey folks, thanks for listening, and do me a favor, tell your friends about Bigfoot's Wilderness. It really would help the podcast. Have a great night. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.